hello. Welcome to the final day in the Do It For The Process 12 Days of Christmas. Oh my gosh, you guys, we have been through so much. We've learned so much. We've talked about so much. I hope this has been super nourishing and encouraging to you, especially as you have what I hope is your best holiday season yet. And I hope that you come back to this mini series year after year. Like I said, I recommend that you come back to this mini series in July or August of next year, maybe September if you need to, but revisit this because this content is best when you can implement it a little early, when you can think about things, when you can let things marinate and really become your own, that's when you're going to do your best work. Always, right? Of course. But since we're currently in the middle of the holiday season, let's finish beautifully. Let's finish on what is my favorite note of all for, you know, not only the holiday season, but literally every single day of the year. I use this tip, tip number 12, every single day in my business. And I find it to be so rewarding. And I'll talk about that more in a minute, but I find it to be so fueling and so exciting and so encouraging for my creativity. And I hope also for yours. Mm, yes. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Emily Jeffords. I am a painter. I'm a fine artist. I'm an educator. I lead a membership. I teach courses, all these things I never thought I would do when I finished art school. I'm also a mother of three beautiful children, beautiful children, one of whom is three and a handful, but he is a delight. <sighs> um, in my business, I run a studio. I have studio employees that are very busy this time of year, thank goodness, because of all the holiday orders. I've even gotten to hire someone else this holiday season, which has been a delight. I'm painting ornaments, I'm milling prints, I'm painting paintings, all the things. In the education side of my business, I have the honor of mentoring, oh my gosh, so many creatives inside of a membership called The Collective. And I also have the honor of running two courses, one of which opens for enrollment in February. And I want to talk to you about that one because I do want you to put that on your calendar, especially if you're a creative entrepreneur ready to grow your business in 2021. Making Artwork is a course that I teach for creative entrepreneurs, which does what it says. It helps you create a career out of your artwork. Artwork? <laughs> gosh, out of your artwork. It helps you to create a career out of your creative work. That's so many creatives. I got to figure out how to say this more succinctly. It helps you to create a creative career. I can't, you know what I mean though? <laughs> and here's why I created this course. I left art school knowing how to paint, knowing how to create work, knowing that I was a decent artist at that point. Not, not great, but decent. You know, you're, you're young. We're, we're all learning as we grow, right? But I didn't, add, I didn't know at all, like not even one little bit, how to sell my own work. I didn't know how to create a business or how to run a business in any way, shape, or form. I began my career kind of, you know, by luck, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of hard work, a lot of luck, a lot of trial and error, a lot of learning things the hard way, messing up, doing things completely wrong. Go back and listen to my origin story if you want that context. And I've grown my business from knowing literally nothing, selling artwork for under $10 to running a seven figure business, which is a story I never envisioned in my life. And it's one that you can also envision for your life because it is not impossible. It's not even improbable. Being an artist is no longer akin to starving. 
It is no longer a suffering career in which you will have to get a second job, in which you will have to, you know, suffer through for the rest of your life and be destitute. No, no, no. The beautiful thing about being a creative entrepreneur in 2020 is that artists no longer have to starve. You have complete control over your creative career. You can speak directly to your collectors, to your customers. You have the ability and the wherewithal and the tools at your fingertips to run a thriving business. And Making Artwork, the course that I teach, it's 12 weeks long. It will help you go from zero to 100 in 12 weeks. I guarantee it. It's our third year running the course. By now, I know that it works because I've seen the success stories of the students that have gone through the previous years. And their success stories are incredible. People are tripling their incomes. They're retiring their husbands. They're launching collections that are selling out in minutes. They're running businesses that make their lives full and happy. And that is one of the sweetest gifts of my life. In fact, I feel like that's kind of my legacy, which feels really old to say, but nonetheless, it's such a beautiful part of my life and I hope a part of your life coming up in 2021. So I say all this because like I said, it, it only opens once a year, 2021, it'll open in February and that's right around the corner. So if you would like more info, you can find it at emilyjeffreyslearn.com. All the info is there. Go check it out and make plans to join us. I cannot wait to watch your creative career thrive. I really can't. Okay, let's do a little recap before we move on into tip number 12. Are you ready for this? Tip number one. I feel like I should sing this, but I'm definitely not going to. <laughs> tip number one of our 12 days of Christmas is to plan your holiday products so that you know exactly where to channel your precious energy. Number two is to figure out what your audience wants. You can ask them, they will tell you. Number, two, number three, not number two, number three, is to choose two to five big stars for your holiday season. Number four is to vary your price points. Five is you do not need to reinvent everything. Use what you already have, repackage it for the holidays. Your audience will be thankful to not be confused by all your new things. Number six is to plan your holiday calendar in detail and in pencil because you have complete flexibility. You are in charge of how this thing rolls out. Number seven is do not be afraid to share your work. Remember that marketing is an act of generosity. If you need this little voice in your head, listen to this episode again. I know it was a couple of days ago. It's okay to refresh. Go back and listen to episode number seven. Number eight is a fun one. Plan a photo shoot. And again, there's a good, a lot of good content in number eight. So go back and listen to episode number eight. It's, it'll kind of walk you through the entire process of planning a photo shoot. What did you photograph? What kind of photos do you need? What kind of details do you need? All these things. Number nine is to make the purchasing process so simple for your buyers. Do not confuse them. Make your website a pleasure to experience. Number 10 is to think like a buyer and think through who is your actual buyer because that's very important to know. Help your buyers win Christmas. Help your buyers win the holidays. Number 11 is to create some reshareable graphics that your buyers can easily share, your customers can talk about, let people just celebrate your work boldly and beautifully. Are you ready for number 12? Like I said, this one is a good one year round, every single day. So 
tuck this away, write it down if you need to hold it inside of your mind, inside of your heart. It is a golden nugget. Are you ready for this? Tip number 12 is to find ways to elevate your work every single day. Make one small change every day. Yes, even today. What can you do to make your work a little bit more aligned with your vision? First of all, do you have a vision? That's the most important thing. That's actually one of the big focuses of making our work is clarifying your vision and helping that to be bold and beautiful and unique, really on brand. We call it your brand vibe. Do you know what your brand is about? And yes, you have a brand. If you have a body of work, if you have a voice in the world, if you are representing something other than just yourself and your salad and your dog and your kid, then you have a brand. And that's a good thing because it allows you to have something that can be beautiful and separate from you. And that's so liberating in my opinion. Again, I talk about that quite a lot more in the course because it's such a a gift when you realize that and when you can distinguish what your brand is and what you are and how these things differ and how they're the same, it's really, really healthy. But what can you do to make your work a little bit more in line with your vision? Clarify your vision, clarify what you stand for, what does your work stand for, what does your brand stand for, all these things, and then help your work to fit that vision more and more beautifully. Now, elevate your work might be a kind of a shiny, glossy thing. I hope that you wrote it down, but what does that actually mean? When I think of the phrase, how can I elevate my work? I think, how can I help my work to rise out of the place that it's currently in, which is, you know, lovely and beautiful, but how can I raise it just a little bit? How can I make it a little bit more beautiful, a little bit more clear, a little bit more fresh? How can I keep it exciting for me? How can I take better photos? How can I make my website a little bit clearer or cleaner? How can I share my graphics more effectively? How can I just make this, this little thing, whatever you're focusing on, how can you make it a little bit more beautiful? And here's why this is important. You are creating beauty. We know this. We talked about this before. You are creating beauty. The things that come out of your hands come from your mind, which come from your heart. All these things are connected and they are beautiful. The purpose of creativity is to share something meaningful with the world, right? And meaningful things have value. And when I say beautiful, I don't mean pretty. It could be disturbing. It could be ugly. It could be, you know, whatever words you you want to describe your work, which, you know, that's up to you. Beautiful to me means valuable. It means important. It means meaningful. And if your work is valuable and important and meaningful, which it is, then it's worth elevating. Put it on a pedestal and allow it to shine allow it to be big and beautiful, allow it to be important. If you're doing things that subconsciously diminish your work, like maybe taking bad photographs or not sharing it effectively or not sharing it consistently or shying away from doing Instagram stories or making your website a cluttered mess, these kinds of things are easy to do because they're, they're, they're easy, right? Like when you don't focus on something, it just kind of gets washed away and it doesn't become important. Keep the things that surround your work important and beautiful and clear. It will pay off in the end. I guarantee it. What is your vision for your brand? How can you move a little bit closer to that vision every single day? Now, elevate does not have to mean elegant or fancy or pretty. 
but it does need to mean that it aligns with your vision and with your brand. Easy places to focus on this would be your photography. That's probably the easiest and fastest place to find this marked improvement. Elevate your photography, take better photos, edit them more beautifully. Again, my presets are a great option. Um, buying a camera is a great option. Hiring a photographer is a beautiful option. Find ways that you can just take or, or acquire better images. That's a great place to start writing about your work without sounding embarrassed. It's another very good place to start. Do not sound ashamed of your work. Don't sound passive or careless or like, oh, whatever. You could buy it if you want to. No, no, no. You're creating something valuable. Treat it with respect. Treat it with value. If you don't respect your work, nobody will. If you don't value your work, it will not be purchased because no one will find it to be valuable, right? Like these things all make sense when you kind of step back a little bit. But when you're in it, it can feel very vulnerable and very scary to do these things in practice. And I understand that completely. I've been there, done that many, many times. I understand. But I also understand, having also experienced this, that when you value your work, when you find your own work to be beautiful and meaningful and important, people begin to pay attention. So don't feel weird about saying, this is so beautiful, or I love this painting, or I love this scarf, or I love this ring, or I love whatever you're creating, whatever thing you know falls inside of your brand. Don't be ashamed of how much it means to you. When you can convey how much something means to you, you're going to sell it so much more effectively and so much more beautifully and so much more naturally. That's the beautiful thing about this. It's so natural. When you begin to elevate your work, you begin to find it to be so delightful. I think I said at the beginning that this brings me so much creativity personally, because when you begin to elevate your work, you have so many things to play with. Now, the thing, there's something that happens when you kind of get far enough in your career that you know how to do this, you know how to sell your thing, you know how to like, you know, you kind of fall into a rhythm and that's great. But what happens is it becomes kind of boring because as creatives, we are problem solvers. So if you don't have any problems, if you kind of know how to do this and now you're just a creative machine, you know, you create your thing and then you photograph it and then you sell it and you create it and photograph and sell it and you kind of just repeat this cycle. Well, what you're doing is becoming a bit of a robot and you've taken away the soul and the enjoyment of your thing. And you can refresh that by changing what you create. Of course, that's a, that's a form of elevation is by elevating your actual work itself, making the actual work better. But you can also elevate your work and find new ways to express your creativity by elevating the things around your work. Maybe the work itself is good and that's filling you and it's giving you joy and you're loving your creative process. That is beautiful. What often happens for me at least is I love my creative work, but I need to find excitement in other areas too. So I need to you know, find new ways of playing with my photography or with poetry that surrounds my work. Or this podcast is such a fun way for me to express myself or creating new courses like my Pigment Lab course, which I delighted in created. It was such a good creative project for me. Or you can play with video, or you can play with really just kind of get creative with your packaging, play with your packaging. Like really there are so many ways for you to elevate what your brand does, what your business does, and to make all of those things more beautiful, more aligned, more clear, ever changing. And it's just a really fun way of, of playing. And the nice thing is you're never going to be the same. 
The nice thing is things are always changing. Things are always shifting and evolving because we're human, because we're deeply feeling creatives, which means that we are constantly shifting ourselves. You know, creatives are really good at evolving. That's what we do all the time, right? So because of that, once you figure out something, you're going to find a way to make it better. And that's a good thing. You're an innovator. You're, you're a creative. You're an entrepreneur. That means that you're always searching for ways to improve. Turn that on your business. Turn that on the parts of your business that need some love. They need some attention and have fun playing with these areas of your business that need this extra TLC. Let it fill you. Let it be a creative outlet. Let it be an expression of who you are deep down. Okay, let's wrap this back back to the holidays. You know, this is kind of a big overarching thing, which again, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, Emily, I am overwhelmed. I have so many things to improve or I don't even know what to improve. Again, making our work is perfect for you. Like it's perfect because in that course, I walk you through every single facet of your business. Every single corner of your business is talked about and discovered and, and I tell you how to improve it, how to make it beautiful, how to make it more aligned and more alive and fresh and exciting. If you need that, Making Art Work opens in February. We begin the first week of March. It's 12 weeks long. You can go at your own pace. It's, you know, you have the content. You don't have to rush through it with us. But I do recommend take it this year. Do not wait until 2022. That's too far away. That's way too far away. We've seen in this past year in 2020 that things change quickly and you can't dilly dally. You can't wait around. You have to actually be invested in your own success, be invested in your own growth right now, right now. How can you improve the quality of your work, of your packaging, of your photography, of how you talk about your work, of how you present your work to the world? Whatever you need to focus on, I think your again, your intuition, keep it in check, keep it here, keep it present. Your intuition will tell you what you need to do right now. What area of your business is most underserved today? And then how can you elevate that today? How can you make it more important, more beautiful, more put more emphasis on it inside of your creative mind? Because once you turn your creative mind to a problem, which again, problems are just, they're so much fun. They're not bad things. They're beautiful things. I love problems. Problems make me so happy. Once you turn your mind to an area, area of your business that needs a little bit of love, it will begin to shine because you are going to pour your love into it and you make things really beautiful. So what can you elevate today during the holiday season, during the end of 2020, and then tipping into next year, how can you take this mindset into your entire business. I guarantee if you do that, you will have huge success in 2021 and beyond. Taking this mindset into your career will set you up for success for the rest of your entire career. That's so exciting. That is so exciting. Okay. We're at the end of our 12 days of Christmas. You guys, can you believe it? Congratulations. We've done it. I'm so proud of us. Let me just recap just so that I can tie all of it up with a beautiful bow. Let's go through all 12 again. And again, if you want to read this and work through the worksheets and really soak your teeth into it and really, you know, be with this material and have it year after year, 
go get the workbook. It is 36 pages. It's beautiful. It's designed to help you actually grow to find success year after year. You can find it at emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash holiday, emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash holiday. It is $10 or you can get the physical copy for $14.50. It is beautiful. And I hope that it, I hope that it actually impacts you and your business. Okay. Let's tie this thing up with a beautiful bow, shall we? Let's recap everything right here, right now. Our first tip is to plan your holiday products so that you know exactly where to channel your precious energy. Figure out what matters to your audience. What do they actually want? Number three is to choose two to five big stars of this holiday season and make them really important. Number four is to vary your price points because you want to have something that matches different needs of your audience at different times, different collectors, different, you know, all the different price points. Number five is that there's no need to reinvent everything. You have things in your business that are already perfect for the holiday season. Repackage them, tie them up with beautiful holiday bow, done. Keep it simple. Number six is to plan your holiday calendar, which again, if you have the book, save this for next year if you need to. Let this be something that you do year after year. I recommend planning your holiday calendar in October, um, maybe even the end of September. That way you know what's coming and you know when to execute certain things. You can get things done in advance. That way you're not stressed. It's so life-giving to have this done as early as possible. Number seven is to not be afraid to share your work. Now, I'm sure by now you've heard me say this plenty of times, but you create beautiful things. You create things that matter, things that are important. So share them boldly. Let your work be big and beautiful in the world. Let your work be big and beautiful in the world. It's so, so important. Number eight, plan a photo shoot. Have fun with it. Let your photos be beautiful and light and fresh and gorgeous. I have presets if you need them. I have tips inside of episode number eight. Go back and listen to them. Your photos matter so, so, so much, so much. Oh my gosh, they matter so much. Okay, I've said that enough, moving on. Number nine, make the purchasing process simple. If your audience comes to your site and they are confused or they're overwhelmed, they will leave. And we don't want them to leave. We want them to stay forever. So keep it super simple to move from your homepage into your products and into your checkout page. Nice and simply, nothing confusing. Keep it clear. Keep it beautiful. Keep it lovely. Number 10 is to think like a buyer, not like your followers, not like your collectors. Think like your holiday buyer. Who are they? What do they need? How can you make them look super good this holiday season? You want them to look like the heroes of the season. Number 11 is to create something that's resharable. Graphics, images for your buyers. Think, how can you help your buyers market on your behalf? Number 12, which we just talked about today, is to find one way to elevate your work every single day. Make one small change every day, even today. Okay, guys, I hope this has been really nourishing and really helpful for you this holiday season. If you found this to be enjoyable and encouraging and helpful, do me one last favor as we leave. Share this series on your Instagram stories and tag me. I would be very honored and delighted to see that you've followed along and that you've been here this whole time. As you know by now, there's a 
beautiful set of images down below. Download those babies and share away. I would be honored and delighted. Thank you so much. You're amazing. All right, guys, thank you for being here for this entire series. You have been a delightful audience. I'm honored to have been here with you for the past 12 days. And I hope you have the best holiday season ever. I think you're going to. I know you're going to. It's going to be incredible. Here's to a holiday season full of more clarity, more sales, and a lot more joy. All right, guys, bye for now.